Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Lady Chow Fung, and Adam Balderstone. And we are talking about House of Traps, a 1981 Cheng Che film starring the Venom Mob. A vengeful prince assembles heroes to stage a revolt, securing the list of conspirators in a legendary House of Trap. Judge Bao sends Yan Chun Min to investigate. With the help of the Five Rats and Black Fox, he moves cautiously against the prince. Uh, so, guys, what? Uh, just before we even get into the plot, what did you guys think of the film? I really enjoy this one, as opposed to um, Cat vs. Rat. They're both stories based on the Seven Heroes and the Five Gallants, right? So, uh, for for something from the same source material, both movies were executed so differently, and I really like this movie, as opposed to um, the sort of slapstick uh, operatic style of Cat vs. Rat. And um, I really felt like the characters in this movie had a lot more depth to them, and they, they all seemed... Yeah, it, it, the story is not complicated. I mean, the, the the plot itself was you know, quite simple, I'd say. But the way the actors portrayed the characters and the way the characters interacted with each other, I thought, was, definitely had a lot more charm to it than Cat um, vs. Rat. I totally agree with Kenny. I love this movie. I'm definitely a Venom's Mob girl. And so all my favorite actors together in the same movie is always great. But I thought this movie was so much better than Cat vs. Rat. Um, just the way that the actors portrayed the roles and the way that the screen play was written was much better, I believe. It was definitely more depth to the characters. They're more enjoyable to watch on the screen. And the plot was really good. So I like this one a lot better. Yeah, I, I felt like with, with Cat versus Rat, it just felt like they were kind of struggling to have enough plot to fill the movie, whereas this was like really stuffed with plot and characters doing things and lots of interesting interactions. And it was, you know, not overstuffed. It was just it was just about as full as the movie could possibly be. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah, and this one, I think this one is missing about twenty or thirty minutes of footage because it was it's the uh, they re, they like remastered it in two thousand eight, and I guess it's really hard to get like the copies that have the the other footage on it, which they didn't include in the remastering. Um, but yeah, I would agree. This this was is like night and day. Um, <laughs> it, this this was this was, you know, like. There were definitely things I liked about Cat vs. Rat, but this was so much better. It was just, it, it was, it, it's, it's not even a contest in my mind. This, this is a, this is just a really solid sort of Venom mob Cheng Che type film, and there, you know, like you said, there, there, there's actually so many characters in this movie. That was one of the things that, but, but it doesn't, it doesn't overwhelm you. It's not like the, like, you know, and I'm a fan of Choi Yuen, but you don't get that Choi Yuen effect of who's that guy and who's that guy. It doesn't really matter if you lose a little bit of track of people because eventually you figure it out and it's, and, and the costuming manages to help everybody kind of stay in your head anyways. So, so yeah, so I thought, I thought it was a, a really good movie and definitely, you know, I, I I think a much better take on the source material. Though, in fairness, I'm not uh, I'm not acquainted with the source material, so I don't know if this is deviating wildly from it. If this is if they're both if they're both sort of in the same zone. I I actually I did Google it, um, and and I think the rough outline of the plot is the same. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's a plus. Okay, 
<laughs> yeah, I actually ordered uh, the the novel, but it hasn't come yet. So I was hoping it would arrive before, you know, like yesterday. But I guess I'm gonna have to wait till after the storm. But uh, but yeah, it, you know, I, I looked at the Wikipedia page and I checked out, you know, some synopses online. But I did. It sounds like it's a very episodic type uh, novel. So I feel like it would be. It's it, it's very hard to to judge all that stuff without actually seeing it. Um, so I don't know what's, what's some of the things let's start with what, uh, what your favorite things in the movie are. Uh, you know, like what, what did people like the most in this one? I enjoyed the house. I think the house, the house of traps itself is like a star of the movie. There are just so many ways to die in one, one building. I mean, you go into the building and when you're trapped in there, um, there are hidden swordsmen that come out. Then there's a cage, and you have to climb stairs. But the stairs kind of they go into a toes. slide, the, and the... they can cut off your toes exactly. And then the floor is spiked. There's a copper net. I mean, there are just so many different ways to take out somebody, and they're not nice ways to kill somebody. They're all pretty graphic. So I mean, the house itself was like one of my favorite parts. The just the ingenuity of getting all these traps to work in one building was pretty cool. I kind of like the way too, the movie kind of starts you off with the prince, you know, it's like you kind of start with him and him doing things. You think, Oh, he's the main character. And I'm thinking, yeah, we're kind of rooting for him to do his thing. And then as the movie kind of, you know, the, the, the magistrate kind of comes into it and everything. And you're kind of like, Oh wait, this is different. No, I guess I'm, you know, it's just, it's just that it, it kind of, you kind of get a feel for both sides of this movie. Yeah. That, that, that's what I thought as well. So, you know, I, I like the fact that there's no strictly speaking bad guy in this movie, just mm-hmm. somebody doing something illegal. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, plotting a revolt is, you know, the, by his rightful position was just up by was his uncle or something yeah Um, this is set during the song dynasty during the reign of the second emperor and so it's actually uh taizong is is the emperor who's in power at the time and i think this guy is like his nephew if i understand it basically the the story is supposed to be that he 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 murdered his brother and then he uh, he forced one of his brother's sons to commit suicide, and that this guy is the son of of that son. So, um, so he kind of has a, you know, I mean, he's got like a good reason to do what he's doing. It's not like, mm-hmm. in fact, if he didn't do what he was doing, he he wouldn't be honoring his father because um, his father was forced to commit suicide by the emperor. So, in a way, he kind of has to do this, uh, or he's not a good son, really. Um, so I don't know. It's it's an interesting. It's it's interesting because he's kind of they kind of. I don't know, Kenny. What do you think about this? Because you're the one that brought it up. Like, do you feel that he was? I felt like he was kind of walking the line between villain and good guy at times. Like he could he, he just depending on what light you happen to see him in at the moment. I am adamant that there are no bad guys in this movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone was doing what they were supposed to by the letter of the law. I mean, okay, Justice Bao. You know, the the the, the, the person who ordered the investigator to go there. You know, um, he, he's known for being the person who follows the letter of the law, yeah. right? He, he, that's ex- like he was deified for being someone who upheld justice and law. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he's just doing his job. If, if someone's plotting a revolt, then he has to investigate it. That makes perfect sense. Send an investigator, protect the investigator, you know, yeah, have, like, hidden people to try and, like, 
um, brutal information up front, you know, all, all of that stuff. Perfectly above board, perfectly fine. Um, the prince has to avenge his father. I mean, you know, the the emperor in power has, has killed two of his you know closest relatives here. Like I assume that's his grandfather and 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 his father. So you can't just leave that in in, in Shami because you can't leave that sort of grudge uh, unresolved. You have to do something about it. Otherwise, you are you are probably the bad person yeah. in that case because <laughs> you you have no sort of filial piety, and that's a very big thing in uh, in Chinese culture. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a very morally gray sort of scenario. And I, I think that's something that's very appealing about it. Like, because at the very end of the movie, I kind of, I, I kind of felt like I was a little bit on the prince's side um, with this. I felt bad for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and also he, he ends it, I mean, spoilers for people who haven't seen it. And I should say this is available on Amazon Prime streaming if you want to watch it. Uh, but, you know, he, the way he goes out, he kills himself. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he commits yeah. suicide, uh, you know, basically following the footsteps of his father. And and he even rebukes um, uh, the, uh, what was it, uh, Shen Zhang Yuan, uh, the guy who was like his advisor who ended up being a secret agent for, for Judge Bao. He rebukes him because he's like, I can understand everybody else sort of doing what they're doing because they're, they're following the commands they've been given. But you... You know, you 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 entered into my service, and I trusted you, and now you're betraying me. And so, yeah. it was, uh, I thought it was an interesting exchange. And the... yeah, the, the words of um, Ji Hua at the end, yeah, saying about how fame and power corrupts people. I mean, I, I thought that was quite a nice sort of close to the story. There, I mean, it, in the end, you know, all of these people are getting caught up in the, in other people's struggles or power and fame. I mean, several people started out just wanting to do the right thing. Um, not everybody ended up that way. They all had their own sort of motivations and and um, goals that they wanted to achieve. But it, I don't know. I, I thought it was just a really fitting end for the prince as well. Like he, he died in front of the mural depicting the murder of uh, his grandfather and the, the suicide of his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just something really poetic about it, which I quite enjoyed in a very morbid way. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and of course the the fox too. He also uh, does the does the thing at the end of allowing the list to be destroyed. Cause he's like, well, what's the point in going? You know, it's over. What's the point in getting tracking all these people down? It's only more grief. Yeah, the that butter- was a nice closing touch. The butterfly. Yeah, the butterfly eats, eats, eats oh, it. Yeah. Eats the lists. Yeah. Um, at the end, and then uh, the five rats. Well, not the five rats, because only, what, three of them are left. But um, they go um, and try to cut it out of his stomach. Which, which I thought was interesting, because they, they kind of looked like rats in that moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, had that, like, yeah. they had a rat-like appearance. And also, the house of traps with rats. And, you know, you're like, that. that's a nice sort of, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed a lot of those, those different elements to it. I also liked that... He had the foresight to put a dagger in there with the list. Um, you know, like he knew that you know the moment when he takes that list out might not be uh, mm. might not might not be of his own will. He may be being coerced into it. And so, um, but yeah, I, to get back to the house of traps though, because Dion brought that up, and I think uh, that that is that is like a real to me. That's my favorite part of the movie too. Um, yeah, which is it's 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 it's. I don't know. It's one of these things where 
Chang Che is very good at inventing things. You know, you go back to like mm-hmm. One Armed Swordsman, and he's got the the sort of the the weapons that the guys are inventing to 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 deal with the uh, the golden swords. And here, he's just got this really elaborate trap that. And and not only does they have a cool trap, but they show the guy at midway through the movie. They show you how the trap basically works, and uh, and it's kind of like a tower structure where you get trapped on the bottom floor, and then if you know you have to escape upwards. But as you do, you you end up in more greater and greater peril. And they, it's. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's kind of like the um the Bruce Lee movie where they had to go up in the pagoda each. Oh, yeah. level Game of death. in order to fight yeah and but um but instead of fighting people you're trying to fight against these traps in order to save yourself to get out and i thought that it was um really cool how like in the opening credits you get a look at the inside of the building and the music that's playing is really is perfect i think it's kind of suspense building like what's really going to happen inside this building and you're getting a look from the floor to go straight up and it's kind of like what possibly could happen in this building it doesn't really look menacing because everything's hidden but once the traps are starting to be revealed you realize this is not the best place to be yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of my favorite things too. It's just that when you asked a favorite thing, you know, that answer had already been taken. I didn't want to go. Oh, it's, it's the house too. <laughs> well, you, so, you guys no. could give the same thing. That's totally. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You don't have to carve out a special uh, area. No, I do. I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, no. But overall, too, there's you know, there's the there's the traps. There's there's a lot of you know, sort of horrific maiming scenes as a result of the traps. There's also the torture scene, um, which you get a lot of these in Chang Chang movies, but I felt like, I don't know, it was, it was just somehow more noticeable in this one than in some of the others where the, um, who was it? Ifu, is that the name of the guy? Uh, yeah. Yes. He, 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 like, and it's kind of interesting because they, they, this is like a real thing from the way that the justice system worked too, where, you know, he had to be tortured, uh, you know, as part of, as a part of sort of uh, entering his plea against uh, his master, the prince. And, and so they really make a big deal out of that in the movie. Um, yeah. They kind of, they like want to make, the... go ahead. I just wanted to say that they um, wanted to make sure that he wasn't doing a make, making a false claim against his employer, which happens to be the prince. So, you know, you don't want just anybody coming in and saying all these things. So the torture ended up being really, well, to me, horrific, but very noticeable. I guess I was going to say that I found the torture was a bit over the top in that I I did not imagine being thrown from like six foot onto a bed of spikes as um, was ever a uh, proper method of torture. I, I imagine it was going to be flogging or something like that, that or, or, you know, using the, the paddles to... Um, you know, whack their asses, I think, is a, is a sort of very traditional, um, the beatings that they, that they used to usually dish out. And when I saw the spikes, I was like, oh, and then the chicken, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, where are they going with this? Well, and then and they, were, they, were, they were squeezing the... a lot of melodrama out of it, too. You know, there was a lot of sort of, uh, you know, there's really, it's, it's like they're trying to paint a picture of a hero who refuses to talk. It's like the, it's like the ending of Braveheart, almost, uh, where he, you know, he's screaming freedom as he's being uh, well, the, disemboweled. The best part is, um, the actor who plays Ayafu, Yao Li, 
Like, his face did not change throughout much of that. It was like a very, like, plastic expression on his face. It's like, his, his mouth is open and he's screaming, but it's like, ah! <laughs> it was all just a bit um, unusual. And, you know, uh, <laughs> it was gruesome, but at the same time, quite amusing. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah, the part where he was um, holding the spikes to his chest and rolling around back and forth, that was a bit over the top i thought yeah and that i definitely when i first saw this movie the first time i thought that he had um that he was dead i thought they killed him when they put him on the on the bed of nails um but uh but clear i know obviously they didn't um but yeah so uh what what did you guys think of the fight choreography and the action in, in general It was so well done, I thought. I really like the end fight scene uh, where you have, um, was it Shen Zhong Yuan fighting against um, or uh, Deng Che and um, and who was the other guy? Uh, I remember his name. Uh, Hua Chong. Uh, I, I thought like all the moves, I guess, and then when the rats came along as well, like the, the, the fight, the choreography was very tight there, um, mm-hmm. especially where the guy with the hook swords like just blocking behind his back. Like, everything was really smooth, I felt like, and it didn't feel very, um, I guess the word fake comes to mind when it comes to it. It felt like it was a proper, um, a, a proper fight could have developed in that way, and it wasn't just flashy for the sake of it. Yeah, I, I thought the uh, choreography was tight. I love when this group of actors is together because they're always their fight scenes are they 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 do their own fight scenes. So um, they choreograph their own fight scenes. So everything is always so well done and always so well thought out of how to make it look right on the screen. And when um, Quo Choi and Du Feng are going at it together no matter what scene that they're in together it's just perfect motion for me and i just love the way that when they were flipping around they were pretty much flipping in sync with each other Mm -hmm. um when they were doing the fight scene in the um in the house of righteousness with the um when they were having their first fight together i thought that was very well choreographed it's just like my favorite scene from the movie fight scene anyway from the movie i love to see those two combat against each other yeah i like the i like too the way you get the early fight with the fox and the butterfly where there it gets interrupted by the prince and so it's left unresolved then the movie ends with them fighting you're like oh we finally we finally get to see who's gonna win i was that that got me extra invested in that fight but, uh, yeah, and I felt like they definitely both like had to be equals in this in this movie. Yeah, like, it was like a. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that I mean, I say this all the time, but the, they're so good that they make it look like second nature, and it's easy to miss the sort of astounding things that are happening in, in like a split second. Like a guy is doing a flip, or a guy, there's just you know just the you know the crazy sort of synchronized movements that are going on. Um, you know, it's like they're not even thinking about it. And it almost looks like they're just, you know, it just, it looks so easy. You, 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 you could almost not appreciate it at times because they, they do it routinely. Um, there was a lot of lightness Kung Fu in this one too. I thought this one had seemed to have a lot more than, uh, than, than I, than I think of in, in, in their other films, though, I guess, you know, there is usually some of that, but, 
but there just seemed to be an awful lot of it here. Um, yeah, and I like the whole the jumping up and down buildings and the flips that they do, right? So yeah, but in here, this but when I say like, I mean it looked more like like a lot of the stuff that the Venoms do, it's like just pure acrobatic, so you could sort of dismiss it as well. He's just doing a flip, but in th- there was like a lot of people that were clearly on wires and stuff in this one uh doing doing like you know like like proper ching gong type things um and so you know i felt like it it just i don't know it just looked a little bit more uh more like there was more wire work and stuff going on not not because they needed the wire work but because they wanted the lightness kung fu in the movie yeah i like the um the two two rats that were the um comedians that came in uh, for the prince's birthday, I really liked their little routine that they did with each other. The walking on the umbrella and the ball and the going into the box with all the swords. And when they burst out was pretty fun. Yeah, they were, they were fun characters. Um, and, and, I, and I liked the scene with the turtle. Didn't we have a turtle scene oh, yeah, in Cat yeah, yeah. versus Rat, too? I, I could have sworn there was a turtle in that one, too. But I, I might be mistaken. I don't remember. Then I'm probably wrong. But um, but I, I like that scene. I like the the... You know, I like sort of the the, the the combination of them two. And I like the little housekeeper character, too. That was another one that um, I thought it was a charming character. Uh, but speaking of characters, who, if you did have to pick somebody, who would be your favorite in this movie? That's a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. This is a very, very much an ensemble movie. Well, well... It's not going to be set in stone or anything. If you want to change your mind in a week, you can. Um. I like them all, but I did like the little housekeeper and the way he um, mocked um, by by Yutong at the beginning about how, you know, all the expensive things that he wanted and the housekeeper was trying to keep everything down to the minimum. But I liked his interaction with um, the agent that was sent by Judge Bao and um, by Yu Tung. I like the chemistry that the three of them had together in their scenes. And then later on when they were at the residence, um, trying to get uh, by Yu Tung not to go to the house of traps. But uh, he was one of my favorite characters. I also like the annoyingness of black fox the way he annoyed the butterfly most people would probably think the butterfly would be my favorite character because of who plays him but he's not um i do love the butterfly but um the annoyingness of um the black fox to the butterfly i really enjoyed because of the expressions that you got to see from the butterfly just the fact that he was doing sleight of hand and pulling out the darts as he's talking to him when he first meets him and all the ribbing that he does about being thieves and everything that's like i guess my my two favorite characters yeah i'd have to go with black fox as my favorite having thought about it a bit i mean he he's a, every time he's in a scene he is just extremely entertaining and uh the housekeeper is a good one as a secondary character i'd say that's my favorite of the you know, secondary. But yeah, I'm going with Black Fox. And I have to say that the Bayou Tong in this movie is uh, an order of magnitude better than the one from uh, Cat vs. Rat. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in Cat vs. Rat, he was depicted as being brash, arrogant, and uh, not very smart. But yes. 
uh, uh, you know, a, a very witless person, shall we say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and relying on other people to tell him what to do. But in this movie, you know, he felt like it felt like his character had maybe maybe it was further on the line, so he, he was a bit more mature. But he had his own thoughts, and he, and he wasn't like doing petty tricks or anything. Like he had grand ambitions, and he was like. Yeah, you know, I feel like he was a much better character overall. Um, he was still annoying and arrogant and oh, rash as well, but at a level that was believable. Um, not in, not that would wouldn't make me think how would this person function in society, sort of way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he definitely was not like over the top annoying. He was very observant, knowing that um, different places were occupied by the princes. Um, uh, uh, what do you call them? Henchmen in disguise, you know, being able to maneuver um, the little housekeeper and uh, who's Sun Chen's character, Yan Chun Min, um, to the right places and being able to get the best of the henchmen in the situations. He was definitely a lot smarter and a lot more likable than in Cat versus Rat. Yeah, and I would I would have to go with uh for me little little housekeeper was definitely just a very memorable character and black fox was was probably the one I I, I liked the most and also the prince I liked the prince in this one, um you know I don't yeah. think he did a whole lot of fighting or anything but he he was an interesting character, um, but uh, but yeah I also thought it was it was interesting that uh, Sun Qian he didn't have any real fighting did he in this no movie. he didn't do any fight scenes in this one and that that's, was very disappointing that, for me that's like having but I have to respect that because that's like having like a Camaro and not not doing anything with it do you know what I mean like like mm-hmm. because you don't need to you have you like it's not necessary maybe I don't know he, he but but it was de- I was definitely sort of even after seeing it many times every time I watch it I'm, I'm sort of almost expecting to see him break out and do you know throw a kick or do something and and uh, we we don't get we don't get any of that. So it's for the best. I mean, like his character is supposed to be. I like, it's, it's been described throughout the movie as a, a sick, oh, uh, sickly scholar is yeah. what I've heard the Chinese yeah, yeah. was. They call um, him a bookworm in <laughs> the subs, right? Yeah, or something along those well, lines. Like it wouldn't make sense for him to be able to throw kicks around or do backflips no. on the table. No, I mean it was it made total sense and it showed a lot of restraint. I thought because he had this actor who you know can do that stuff, and he didn't he didn't let him do any of it. He, in fact, when the battle's happening, he's just walking away, retreating slowly, like he's afraid almost, and he's letting other people do all the fighting. Um, so I thought, I thought it was interesting, but, but, but also like Lady Chow Fung says, <laughs> it is a, it, on a certain level, it's disappointing because, you know, you, you know what he can do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's also interesting that they, they, they did make a, an issue of him being a, a sort of scholar official. I wasn't clear on exactly what he, if he was civil or military in this one, but assuming he's civil, I think this is a period where the, where there is that transition going on from more uh, uh, you know uh, military officials to to sort of scholar civil officials uh, governing things. So that that particular insult seems like it might have been a timely one. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, w- what did everybody think of Black Fox's? And I know that this was obviously coordinated, so it's less of a of a magnificent plan but the the elaborate uh seal stealing plan 
that that he engaged in uh you know again it was all made up for the purposes of of tricking the prince but it was still pretty clever i thought uh, well it, it sounded like it was uh, the, the 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 theft did happen but then he just happened to have a fake that she presented to the prince instead but yeah you know as as far as plots go i, I think it was brilliant i mean it up to that point, we were never really sure of like the motives of any of the characters. Mm. I mean, the reveal that um, Shen Zhongyuan, uh, spoilers here, it was also one of the emissaries. It was like, oh wow, there's <laughs> more of them than I thought. Um, but thinking back, thinking back about it, it just it, it did make perfect sense. The explanation that um, that black box said, oh, you showed me all the traps. That's when I sort of guessed that you were also uh, an emissary. It was like, oh yeah, that actually makes sense. And I think about it. Um, Which, and that was yeah, clever too I, that he made the point of showing him that you know so that yeah. he would have that knowledge yeah, yeah. Uh, it was definitely a very interesting twist there yeah one thing that was good about the whole seal stealing thing too is it has consequences because you have one guy who doesn't know about the plot who goes off and gets himself killed in the house of traps for absolutely nothing and he's a uh, major character too it's not some minor nobody it's it's the same guy alexander fushung was playing by yutong so it's like um you know it's a it's it's a pretty big deal that that happens yeah, so I think I think that's that's what really makes that whole sequence work. It having those kind of consequences, and it also had a consequence down towards the end of the movie when um, the prince was demanding, um, you know, uh, Yan Chunmin prove his identity mm. um, as a, a, a official with the emperor's decree to investigate by presenting <laughs> the seal, right? And it's like. It, yeah, that that little plot there worked on so many levels. Like, I think it's quite a pivotal moment for the movie. Yeah, that whole um, plot twist was, I thought, a good one. Even though, you know, it was probably fake. He probably really didn't go through all of that. But I liked how, you know, it was good-natured and how he was uh, kind of, like, ribbing on the, um, the butterfly. And the butterfly's, like, totally not impressed with this dude. Like, why is he here kind of thing. But... I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. And, um, and yeah, so, uh, also I, I did want to, um, and I don't want to put you on the spot too much, Adam, but, but I wanted to ask you a question because I, you know, uh, you, uh, I want to know, like, since these, these are kind of new for you and, and, but, but you've now had a number of these under your belt, how you, how, like, what your overall impression of this genre of film is and 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 in particular movies like these ones made by Cheng Che, if you have like a better sense now that you've been you've been watching these for a time. Yeah, I, I, I do. I mean, I you know, like I I've I've been watching it enough that I can really appreciate, you know, that this is one of you know, this is a really solid one. I mean, I've I I've enjoyed to some level all the movies we've watched to some degree. I mean, you know, we all complained a lot about last week's, but it was fine. You know, it wasn't, a, to me, I didn't think it was terrible or anything. But but yeah, I mean, this was, this is one of the ones I would pick if I were trying to convert someone over mm. to this genre. Mm-hmm. I'd go, this is something you can show people and go, this, this is what this genre is like. And it would, I, I feel like you could really win people over with this movie. So yeah, it's, uh, 
Well, because one of the things I lose sight of is is sometimes I have trouble telling which ones are too niche and which ones are good recommendations for people that haven't experienced the genre. And this is yeah. one this is one that I always think of, you know, obviously because I'm a gamer in the house of traps. Uh, sure. You know, by the way, this Friday, you should definitely look forward to some some material from this movie. <laughs> But uh, I was paying <laughs> bracing, attention bracing to myself. I, well, I, I wasn't supposed to be in this podcast, but because I I got snowed in and I'm here, but I, I watched this movie purely in preparation for Friday. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so but yeah, so this is one that you know I I I would often recommend to people, but I I, I sometimes have trouble knowing where it falls. Uh, just because I don't know, I feel like sometimes you see so many of these, and then you you sort of yeah. just lose. You can't see the forest from the trees. Um, and uh, and Lady Chuffung, in terms of Venom Ma movies, where would you put this one? Oh man, um, I think this is definitely in my top five. My number one is um, Flag of Iron. Number two is Mass Avengers. So I would probably put this four or five not sure what three would be but i only include um well this would probably be four and i always put um the five venoms at number five just because it is their debut and it's very a classic film and i guess my number three would be um hmm i'll have to think about my number three we'll have to do a top five episode at some point but uh yeah yeah and I, and I guess kenny like you know sort of similar to adam like you know what what's your feeling after sort of like seeing all these movies uh i know you have more familiarity but like uh uh you know in terms of getting better sense of the directors and stuff like that i, I can definitely tell the, sort of feel the difference between like a Choi yuan movie and the chan chay movie for example <laughs> um <laughs> I don't think that'd be something I'd be able to, you know, do if I hadn't, you know, watched, you know, been through all these podcasts and watched all the different movies. And I can appreciate a lot about the differences between the way the um, directors approach um, different, like the same source of theory. I can imagine this movie being completely different if it was a Troy Yen movie, for example. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, in terms of knowing that like, what's good and what's bad, I mean, I, I, I think I, I just don't. I don't know. I'm pretty objective as far as it goes. Uh, but I, I went last week not knowing what you guys thought about Cat vs. Ryan. I was like, well, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> that, that went over no, yeah, apparently. we we could so, always count on you to give a pretty straight opinion. I find. Um, yeah, this, you know, my, my main complaint all the time with these with movies with, with uh, Wuxia movies and martial arts movies is the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, there are movies which have a good plot. Golden Swallow. This movie. Um, yeah, come drink with me. Yeah. They're definitely um, movies with good plot, but the vast majority of them, you you kind of have to turn off your mind a little bit and stop thinking about why are people acting like this. Um, but if you can get over that hurdle, then most of the movies are just enjoyable by themselves, and um, you don't necessarily need a deep knowledge or have to have seen many movies to appreciate it. I feel. Um, yeah, in, think... in the same way, I feel like, uh, unlike sci-fi movies, where, where a bad sci-fi movie is really, really bad, <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like even a bad um, martial arts movie, you can still enjoy it for yeah. the merits of it being a martial arts movie. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you're still going to get action. You're still going to get fighting. And even bad fighting can still be entertaining sometimes. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's disappointing to see bad fighting, but sometimes it's its, its own reward if it's uh if it's spectacular enough um but yeah it's, i i, I kind of i think you know wuxia and martial arts movies are a little bit like pizza it's sort of like they say there's no there's really no bad pizza um there's just you know different you know different degrees of good pizza so i think it's just i think it's sort of similar um yeah i think i think actually the familiarity thing too i think my lack of familiarity may have helped my opinion of last week's movie just mm-hmm. because I, it's the, the whole the whole genre is still pretty novel to me so even when it doesn't have a lot of plot i'm like i'm still just enjoying the it, it's still the whole thing is still kind of fresh to me mm-hmm. so i can see i can see someone that's watched dozens and dozens of these movies really being like okay there's there's nothing nothing here i haven't seen before but uh for me you know like i said it was it was okay for me well and i and i think too i i mean i i i the you know when you see the same source material being used so differently that is that you know like kenny would say that that's really an interesting Mm. thing that's one you know uh yeah, I, I thought it was a really good idea to do these two movies back to back like this for that reason because you you know like it, 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 it really depends on the director and and just sort of what angle they they happen to take on things. I thought I thought I you know I think we all sort of agree this was a much more successful uh, <laughs> attempt at the material. Um, I think and, well, like a, mo- a modern example of this would be the Lord of the Rings movies versus the Hobbit movies. Yeah. If anyone's ever <laughs> yes. seen those, you, you, can, you can tell they're the same source material, but one of them was so terribly executed that you mm. just you just think, why did they put the budget forward for this? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with um, what you said about Cat versus Rat and this one being from the same source material. I think that was part of my problem. I love this movie and I've seen it so many times and then to see like the same source material used in a different way kind of, I guess, bothered me. And I didn't like the way that um, Bayou Tongue was portrayed in that one versus the way he's portrayed in um, House of Traps. So, yeah, sometimes it can be a good thing and sometimes it can be a bad thing. We're gonna to have to redeem uh, both Alexander Fu Shung and uh, Lao Kar Lung and watch uh, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, I think, so that we can. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I, I, I think uh, you, you know, you, you know what it is too. Like that one, I really tried to sort of take it on its own terms, but I had, I just, uh, and 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 there were moments where it's like, oh, this might be interesting. Do you know what I mean? It's like I was rooting for that <laughs> yeah. movie the whole time, and it just yeah. never quite got there for me. Um, I thought they took some interesting chances nonetheless, but it still, it just, it just didn't land for me. Um, and this one is just, you know, it's, it's like, it's, 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 it's like going from extreme discomfort to comfort. You know what I mean? It's that contrast. It was just, it was like, oh my God, this feels so much more right. Uh, but, uh, but I don't know. I'm, I, I'd be interested in hearing divergent opinions out there of people because I, 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 I'm not. I'm not too. I don't have too good a sense of what people's opinions in general of Cat versus Rat is. But I, oh, you, you might, you might. What, I do. I uh, do. Everybody on. Um, well, I posted our podcast on um, Facebook as I always do. It's six different um, martial arts groups that I'm in. 
And everybody's like, oh, this is classic craziness. We love this film. It's so awesome. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> well, everybody, really? everybody can Don't have different opinions. Don't listen to the podcast then. Um, but, yeah, everybody has different opinions. And, you know, one of my good friends and I kind of got into an argument about it. Well, um, I mean, you know, she thinks it's a great craziness kung fu movie for the whole family i'm just like i don't care if it was made for the whole family or not it was still bad but you know so we got in a little argument but we agreed to disagree on that one sometimes you have to i i mean i i respect that if people like it i love lao lao carlung so i can appreciate people rise you know feeling like that were misunderstanding what he was doing there or something but i i just couldn't get into that one the way that i could get into some of his other films um you know, again, maybe, and 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 one of the things I have realized when I when I do, do, you know, I watch so many of these now that your mood that you're in when you watch the movie has a really big impact. But I feel like I was more than fair to that one. Like I, I, I was very conscious of my mood, and I just think that it, uh, I just think it just didn't work for me. But uh, but I don't know, and it, you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, again, I would I would I would like to do another Lao Car Lung down the road and. And and uh, and if we can get him and Alexander Fu Shung in the in one swing, it would be nice. But um, but yeah. So. And I like both of them as a whole. I mean, I love my young auntie, and the lady is the boss. And you know, I just mm. and I love them. It's just that one just did not work I, for me. I really think we should watch Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. I know I wanted to do Legendary Weapons of China at some point, and that's when I still mm-hmm. really want to do. But eight diagram pole fighter, it's it because it's like it's so ominous because it's before Alexander Fushung's death and he doesn't complete the film and it really does saturate the movie. Um, I have had one person I showed it to though and they were like, I don't, I don't, I don't see what you're seeing. So uh, you never know. But I think, I think, I think, I think the people present today will will, will like uh, will like eight diagram pole fighter. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Any any additional thoughts on this film before we uh, we break off and and uh, start talking about what we're gonna do next week? Oh, I was just amused um, remembering that um, Judge Bao was never shown. Um, you know, the back of his head was shown, and then the rats had the back of their heads. I I was actually like started thinking, oh, we're not actually gonna see the rats in this movie. They're just gonna be somewhere <laughs> down the line, sort of plot thing and. <laughs> I didn't expect them to actually show up. I, they're just being mysterious or for no real reason because the moment they showed up, people identified them anyway. So I was like, why, why bother I, hiding their faces in the first I think place? it was more dramatic. I don't think he was trying to conceal who it was. I think he was trying to give you a sense of, like, by shooting them from the back, I think it was somehow displaying their power. Like, the judge scene, I think, was about, this is a powerful guy. And, right. Um, well, I, oh, go ahead, Adam. But the... Well, it being an adaptation of something that people know too, I think it, I think it's just like an anticipation thing. It's like everyone's gonna know. It's like, ooh, there's the rats, there's the rats, but you're not. It's like it's withholding them a bit, you know. I, I kind of feel like that was what he was going for. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he wanted you to know who exactly the rats are when you first meet them, so that when they infiltrate oh. the house of um, into the. Um, into the residence, you wouldn't know exactly who they are, oh, even though point. the black fox starts trying to 
um, point them out thinking he knows who they are. It's still kind of ambiguous mm-hmm. at that point until you see them starting to put their skills into use. So they, he wanted them shown from the back so that you didn't exactly know who they were when they showed up at the um, residence. But I think he, the one sh- angle shot that he did of them, you didn't, he didn't hide Chang Sheng's face very well. Um, So I knew that was him right from the beginning. And I knew he was when the first time I saw it, I was like, there are two Venoms missing from this movie. And then when that scene came up, I was like, there's one of them. (laughs) And then I was hoping that Lo Meng would be another of the rats. But then when they started showing up in the residence, I was like, okay, so that um, that Venom's not in it. So we got four of the five. So that was good. Well, and Shang-Chi has sort of done this before. Like in One-Armed Swordsman with Long-Armed Devil, he shoots him from the back the whole time. And then, you know, except in that case, everybody talks about how disappointed they are when they finally <laughs> see Long-Armed Devil. Um, but I, I think in in, uh, in this case, I, I thought with with uh, with Judge Bao, it was it was it was effective because I got, the, you know, he's you, you never see him, but you know, he's you know who he is. And and so it kind of worked. Um, and and I think what you were saying about not knowing who they are it made sense for the rats um mm-hmm. but uh but yeah so i don't know any any other thoughts oh, i really enjoyed the movie and i i think this this is a movie that i would recommend to people wholeheartedly um just for general enjoyment and even for the plot like it, like i mentioned like it, the, the plot is the summary is relatively simple, but seeing it all in action and have seeing all these skilled actors put it all together was uh, it's definitely a treat for the eyes. And um, I would definitely say this is a movie if you can watch it, give it a go. Yeah, I, I say this movie is um, instead of giving it five stars, I'm gonna give it five rats because there are five rats in the movie. But um, yeah, it's definitely an awesome movie. You, if you're Venom's mob person you definitely should see this if you haven't already it's well choreographed it's well written the actors are awesome in it it's just it's a great movie from beginning to end you won't be disappointed yeah and as i said this is this is one i'd consider a movie i'd use to convert people over to the genre i mean it's just it's it's really it felt really accessible to me and it's a really good example at the same time so, um, so with that, we'll head out. And uh, like I said before, this is available on Amazon Prime, so people can go there and check it out if they want to see it. It's also available on DVD. Uh, I don't think it's available on Blu-ray, though. And, uh, and we'll be back on next week. Uh, I believe we'll be on it Friday. And we're going to talk about what movie we'll be doing, so, uh, so we'll, we'll announce that during the week. And, you know, we, we usually try to pick films that are on Prime or something like that so that people can watch them. And so if we do, when we announce it, feel free to check out the movie and then join us for the discussion. And until then, we will talk to you later. Bye.